0: Hey guys, welcome to Girl Friday. My name is Yoshika and I am your host. Today I have the privilege of interviewing a friend named Camila who is a former UT student here in Austin, Texas. We pretty much go over her experience as a college sugar baby and her transformation into the real estate biz. She also shares her experience as a queer female in this very much heterosex work world and how she managed to keep it very business casual through it all okay well thank you for coming on my podcast today and talking to me about your journey with sex work and pretty much like how you are now as a like as a business person and um so yeah what's your name and where are you from
1: hi yeah so my name is Camila pectez i was born in el salvador i grew up in cali but I've been in Texas for about 10 years, Houston for the most part, and well now Austin for the last eight years. Okay. Okay, so you're officially an Austinite because it's like eight years. Yeah, Austin's home now for sure. Okay, cool. Okay, so what was your first form of sex work? Jesus Christ, first form. I mean, does it count when you're 16 dating a 38 year old? Who's your boss who pimps you out? I don't know. <laughs> 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 Does it count if she loved you maybe a little bit? I don't know. (laughs) She picked me out then. (laughs) Wait, where were you working at? I was a lifeguard.
0: (laughs) You were a lifeguard? I was a
1: lifeguard in a neighborhood area. um, (laughs) And sometimes I would be written a shift off just to hang out at a bar and get, like, some outfits and makeup picked out for me, you know? Okay. So y'all were, like, dating inappropriately, like, a little bit, but, like... A little bit. There was love, I think. Beneficial love
0: and, like... (laughs)
1: Yeah, whatever. very beneficial, very beneficial. I was like, hey, if we're going to hang out and fuck at least write it off so I can get paid. Right? <gasps> OK, I love that. Yeah, so since I love a,
0: like a young age, you were always like into
1: getting your shit done as
0: a woman.
1: Or yeah. what? I, I feel yeah. like there is kind of this um, relationship of like if I'm going to be giving you something, something has to be benefiting me as well
0: yeah right that's and true. so even
1: though I'm like maybe I wouldn't be allowed to be with this person every hour of the day but mm-hmm. if I can somehow write it off as it benefiting me I could do it it's like an energy exchange it is exactly okay exactly that. so
0: do you consider sex work like energy work or what do you think sex work is like, as far as- I
1: honestly feel like sex work is any other work um, I mean isn't any other job you do an energy exchange you put something out to get something in return right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, you put your energy, a lot of your energy out, but you also get something in return. So I think it's a little bit of both.
0: You also mentioned that you were a sugar baby during college, right? Yes, 100%. So where did you find your sugar daddy or how did you even come up with the idea of going there
1: yeah so i study at university of texas yay hook'em um and i don't know if you know but ut is definitely on the top five of universities in the states that has sugar daddy and sugar baby arrangements yeah and actually a couple of my best mates as fellow women that wanted to make their money and they have a certain style of life but also wanted to dedicate to studying decided to play on that Mm-hmm. Um, as a fellow queer woman, I never wanted to really do that, but I respected my friends that did it because make your money. Yeah, uh, it wasn't until I realized I had to move out and take care of my own shit and go to another different country. Actually, not even a state. I was moving from Austin, Texas, to Berlin, gem- Germany, oh, and I realized I needed a couple more bucks in my bank account than I expected. Yeah. And so I decided to kind of try that. And yeah. um, it wasn't until my very last two years of college that I decided to play on like a whole sugar baby, sugar daddy arrangement. Uh-huh. But once I did, there literally was no regret. <laughs> yeah. You really do make what it's worth. And I, I, I do feel like there is when you're seeking an arrangement, I feel like you generally do meet that beneficial arrangement that you're looking for and that they're looking for
0: yeah so your two daddies were in austin yeah what kind are. of like
1: guys were they like what kind were so one actually he was based in atlanta georgia and he would he was shipped out every month yeah no, he had come every month and then the other one he was in saint marcos but he would come to austin every week oh, um I will say the St. Marcos one was a little bit of your, like, I'm sorry to generalize, but I do feel like he was your classic dusty old white male yeah. who just so happens to have a business that's so big enough to sustain a someone that you just entertain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but the other one, he, w- he was still a little dusty white, uh, but general enough of something I could enjoy. I could enjoy time together. We could go to concerts together. Yeah. Uh, we could have conversations and it wouldn't feel too cringe. I don't feel like I had to dumb myself down. Yeah. But it was a good mix of that, I feel. I feel like some of them was just someone you have to dumb yourself down for and other people I could enjoy a genuine conversation for. Yeah. I just had to be up for both of those. Yeah,
0: I love, like, conversating with some of them, you know. I mean, sometimes it's a little mentally draining when I hear what they have to say about certain things. But yes. I'm sure, like, somehow it is to them, too, or whatever. But how do you deal, like, with the mental health? how did you deal with like your mental health or like, did you have any creative outlets once you started making more money or were you like able to enjoy yourself more
1: freely like because you were managing your time more freely too? So I love that you acknowledge mental health in this because uh, one of my biggest problems, um, like I said, I'm queer. Like I do have a base partner. I've been with her for four years and in the middle of our relationship, I decided I wanted to go to Berlin. I told her when I was gonna go to Europe, Mm -hmm. She'd have no choice but for me to do what I want to do in Europe with other females. And as I prepared for that, it did include being with men. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think something that really helped me was that I just always saw these men as something as like, this is... an absolutely beneficial relationship Mm -hmm. I'm meeting you to make the most of my time Mm -hmm. just like when you go to your job you know what I mean like you go in there you do what you need to do and you leave and make your money I feel like that's how I saw this Mm -hmm. there was that point where I did genuinely enjoy hanging out with this person going to music shows and everything Mm -hmm. but like mental health wise I feel like what was always prioritized was like this is what I need to do to make my money and once I made it it didn't ever feel bad while my partner wasn't the happiest of me meeting Mm -hmm. with dusty old white men at the same time she saw what i had to do needed to be done to get where i wanted to be and like mentally i wasn't too affected by it because it felt like that's what i needed Mm -hmm. but while there was moments that i felt like damn i have to play dumb it still felt like this is the role i have to play to make it somewhere okay so you're
0: saying like you're pretty strong-minded about what it is but your whole thing is that you identify way differently than
1: like sleeping with like a white guy. I, I feel like playing the role didn't affect me too much because I didn't feel like I had to believe like I was yeah. that part. Yeah. I don't know what it is with people that sometimes feel like they have to play the part yeah. and have to fit that role. Yeah. But I was always in the mindset of I'm playing a part. Yeah. I don't have to feel like I play the part. Okay. Okay. So I feel so like that's was where like it was. You were okay. being genuine, and it was helping yeah. you too. Yeah, yeah, and okay. you know, I think that men also loved when I told him I only sleep with women, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, this is like my first time. Okay, day. yeah, they love that shit. They do, <laughs> they do. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna
0: ask like how this affected your sexuality in any way, or like uh, your with your partners, or yeah. like. I don't know any partnerships that you have in general any relationships like if it has affected that yeah
1: it 100% did affect my relationship uh, with a woman who does not do anything with men she definitely was not about it but when I did explain to her as something that I felt like needed to be done to get me where I wanted to mm-hmm. she was supportive about it yeah and I don't feel like everyone has that, but I was definitely lucky enough to have a partner that understood where I was coming from. That's
0: really important. Like I see some friends of mine, like are able to do this and have like a loyal supporting partner. And I like, I've found that hard to even get It is Like every partner I get, some support it, but then they end up doing something on the side. And then turn it on me and then I'm like feeling guilty and then I I'm like so thrown off I can't even
1: like keep going with
0: this business like I'm so that's the
1: problem it's like you know who you're signing up with you know who I am you know how I monetize myself Do not act at any point that this is a surprise to you. Do not act like if it's all of a sudden not okay with you. And that's where I draw my boundary. With my base partner, she gets it. She does. And even though it's a little difficult, like it's not always easy, she gets it. If I ever meet someone that we're getting to know each other because we're in a slash open relationship dynamic where i Mm -hmm. can meet other people Mm -hmm. she's a little asexual and i'm a very physical person so i get to date other people if we get to that point if i find myself having to explain myself to you that's where i draw my limit Mm -hmm. because i personally don't feel like i have to explain myself to you if you support me and my path great if you don't then why am i with you
0: okay strong-minded queen (laughs) okay so what's something you'd like to see like in the sex work community like in a perfect world like I know you're not in it anymore Yeah. and I kind of want to talk about your transition, but just like what are some things that you feel like could improve in that community?
1: I, I honestly feel like if we can just keep acknowledging like how wonderful consent is because I feel like there is this underlying of I have to do this thing for this person because they give me XYZ. They provide this so I have to give that if we can kind of work around that dynamic where we can accept like, again, I'm giving you a certain amount of what you need. You're giving me that. Mm -hmm. I still don't feel like I have to fit into a specific type of mold Mm -hmm. to make this work. Mm -hmm. I know I've submitted myself so many times from, I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm very happy that I'm not in the position where I have to feel like I need to do this. But if I did want to get into it, I don't feel like it's a problem. I feel like it's a great market to get into because someone is always gonna be able to pay something to get what they want and someone's always gonna be able to give it. Yeah. Someone's always willing to give it. But and I there's, feel like there's always there's gonna balance. be an exchange. It's so so why nice. not
0: make it with like healthy boundaries, consent. Exactly. And like true acknowledgement.
1: Exactly that. I, I think that's what's missing is, is the fact that I think we understand that there is an arrangement, there's a balance that has to be set, but we need to do this with acknowledgement from both sides where we both feel comfortable and it's not just like, I'm paying you to do this, we both consent.
0: Okay, so have you traveled anywhere doing this type of work? Oh,
1: 100%. I was only able to travel because of this type of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, my whole internship in Berlin was based off of this relationship I had from the start. If I didn't do this, I wouldn't have been able to travel when I was studying in Berlin to Copenhagen. Amsterdam. And what
0: internship was that? Nice.
1: I applied for this internship that was in UT okay, um, that was related it. to what I studied because what, I went to the College of Liberal Arts. I studied urban planning and sustainable development. Oh my god I love that. Yeah Yeah. sustainability save the planet. <laughs> um, so but, you got to like pursue more of the things that you love uh, yeah, for this work. and. no exactly that and, and that's why I'm always going to advocate for anyone like even as someone that does genuinely not appreciate talking to a male and being sexualized yeah, by a male. Exactly. like I have no sexual pleasure in it. I know some women do. I know someone genuinely love that. I'm never going to shame well, you for that. I don't. Yeah. But even if I don't enjoy that, I still was able to meet the dreams I wanted. And accomplish what I wanted. Just because I had this opportunity. Yeah. There's someone willing to help you. And if all I have to do is sit down and talk to you, then I'm gonna make yeah. it happen. To me. Like
0: don't make it a bigger deal than it should
1: be exactly. on both parties. Exactly. And like just be more easy.
0: And I think that's where we're kind of confused as well because a lot of us aren't identifying as a normal like partnership that these relationships yes. are. And so we're always like stuck and like unable to move forward or unable to like really like sync with the other person 100%. And, and so yeah that's a great great fucking besides the internship what other hobbies or creative stuff did you do as a result of like sex work or like what stuff were you able to do freely that you love
1: i will genuinely acknowledge that because of sex work i was able to I'm an artist by nature. Mm-hmm. I like to make music. I like to create okay. products. And I, a lot of times, never felt like I was at the point where I could just stop and create. I yeah. felt like I always had to grind, 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 to make yeah. my money. And while that time, it was probably like a year of sex work that I was doing it back to back to back. Yeah. But it was during that year that I was, every month, able to set... A party, a little event based event, like something that was theme based because I could afford it. And also I could dive into my creative nature that I would have never been able to do and take the time off because my creative process to make art takes hours. Yeah. And I don't feel like I was ever able to do that. Even now, like I'm a realtor now. Mm -hmm. I don't have anyone take care of me. No one pays my bills. But I feel like if I want to make art, I have to afford that. Mm-hmm. And with sex work, I was able to afford creativity that I yeah. can't feel like I do now.
0: I love that. So right now you're doing you're in the real estate business here in Austin, Texas. Right? Yes. Yeah. And like around Austin. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay, Central okay. Texas area. OK, cute. So how is the market now? Like because I know Austin is changing. I know you came back I guess from Berlin and so how has the transition been from like sex work Berlin to achieving what you want and like getting into this new like line of work that I'm sure provides way more money and you're able to be more just like focused on your relationship and doing something that actually, like it's actually a really good market right now to be in, like this business.
1: Yeah, so no, how do you feel about it? You, you No, know, you're very right. Um, I, while it is a good business, I love that you asked how I adapted to this transition because I'm not gonna lie, like I feel like anything that is commission-based and you've never worked from something that's fully commissioned, like you have to adapt. And there was a hundred percent some point where I was transitioning from working in a nonprofit, being kind of like a sex worker, mm-hmm. to doing what I do now. I did think about, hey, maybe I should do this. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Like, there is a lot of potential clientele in my portfolio if mm-hmm. I decided to go back to that. And that's always in the back of my mind. But knowing that I graduated from somewhere where I don't only have to prove myself, Mm -hmm. but can actually earn your business without having to sexualize myself is something I don't wanna work back from. Again, no shade on anyone that does it, but I know that it takes a lot to put yourself in front when you are in the sex work business. That shit takes fucking hustle, that shit takes marketing. It doesn't take just another pretty bitch. You do have to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And there was that moment that I realized, like, I don't want to have to struggle and market myself to build a clientele. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I luckily am in the position where I do have enough of a network to build off of that. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. There are moments where I, I do kind of want to dip into that clientele because there's a reason why we dip into that. There's a reason why these people are out there willing to help you. And even if it is me gaining as an independent contractor that's still something i do think about diving into it's yeah. it's going well now but I, I do think that it's always something you have to keep in them like the back like of your so
0: mind. you're saying you might even go back to sex work a little bit and like get some clientele there what and, i'm like, saying your yeah adventures. yeah you know
1: i love what you say because yes i there is always going to be an opportunity to build my portfolio with this clientele yeah.
0: no yeah especially since Everything is selling right now in Austin, and it's crazy, and it's like...
1: I'm going to say this. Something that I, I experienced out of sex work, it's not just about sex. It's yeah. not just about being there in a mutual, beneficial relationship. Yeah. Sometimes it is just about the relationship and mm-hmm. what you have with that person. And if someone meets with you, and they see your potential, and they see that they can mentor you... That alone is enough and I I did appreciate that for my mm-hmm. relationships that I've had and all these endeavors of meeting dusty straight white men that I never liked yeah I was able to monopolize it in some of the relationships I genuinely enjoyed because yeah. they saw your potential beyond you just being. yeah and you saw much. them beyond what they what they were exactly like you could give me more than what I need right now and 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 that's the benefit there yeah, and then now you're in a position to possibly, like, help
0: them sell their house or buy a house or whatever bigger
1: business ventures that these men usually do. This is such a fact. I was talking to this one guy who literally pays $6,000 in rent a month. Yeah. Why do you do that when you can be paying 4000 in your own equity a month? Yeah. And it took maybe a couple quote-unquote dates to have that conversation yeah but after we had that conversation we really approved him and he's like an 800 to 1.2 million dollar buyer like not to put this guy on the spot but like if he just arranges his financial situation a yeah. little better he could do better for his own so that's when it kind of feels a little good right yeah. like you've been helping me now let me help you yeah. as we i love to that this. i love that that you've become this like
0: such boss beautiful businesswoman from ut like like latina mommy like just everything that should be represented right now and you're doing that and so as far as like austin getting expensive and stuff like that what do you think like do you think you're you're in a good market right now here in austin or is it like a little challenging or was it challenging but it's about to get good or like what has like what do you think about the Austin
1: real estate? I'm gonna say a little bit of both of the Austin real estate market. Yeah. Um I I don't remember mentioning this earlier, but I was born in El Salvador and I grew up in San Francisco. And what I see now in Austin, I saw in SF, this is basic city development. We have barely started growing. So while the market is fucking scary and we mm-hmm. don't know what's happening, we yeah. barely just got here. Yeah. Anyone who thinks the market's going to crash, sorry, babe, study economics. We just got here. Texas is hot right now. And like it's we're about at the, the forefront. Pop off. We're, we're about to fucking pop off. I feel it. Like I, I feel that. No, I really do. And I feel that with other, like, other my badass bitches were like I should be concerned but I'm picking up so much momentum right now yeah. that like there's no going back there's, there's so no, much momentum pick up the momentum right now and that, keep writing off of it and keep yeah yeah because it's there
0: okay I love that okay do you have any future plans or goals um, or something that you plan to invest or like a creative project coming up like yeah stuff?
1: honestly Just like I have followed along the portfolios of my lovely sugar daddies that have all sort of real estate investments, I want to do the same. I know that about 90% of wealth, all of these bitches got some sort of real estate investment. Mm -hmm. And that's where my goal is towards. I'm going to build that, build my own wealth. I'm a Latino queer bitch. I don't come from generational wealth. I don't have someone dying, giving me money. And so that's something I have to build on my own. And that's where I'm going towards luckily i like switch brokerages i'm an independent agent now and like based on where i'm at in my trajectory i can be getting my own property within the next year so putting it's that exciting. out there i'm excited for that i i don't want to depend on anyone else anymore yeah. if it means i have to for a little bit of a side hustle i won't mind i'll build my clientele yeah but it feels good to know that i can monopolize something that's always been benefiting me yeah. as well
0: i love that you have the energy and the momentum and like the right mindset to do all these things now, yeah. and all the tools and everything you need, you know, I feel like you've
1: really built yourself up. Yeah, I got the support it. system, too. I, I won't lie. Like, I, I think having an asexual partner that might be a little jealous, but also won't be too jealous really helps because yeah. I will admit, like, doing this on your own is fucking hard. Yeah, it is. Supporting yourself, telling yourself you're fine is fucking it hard. It really is. Yes, yeah, it is. Okay, so how do you feel about the future of women
0: or non-binary people in the sex work industry?
1: I don't know if I'm being too wishy-washy, but I genuinely do feel like it is hopeful. I feel like more and more the fact that we're able to talk about things like pronouns and consent, which is so fucking basic, but finally we're able to have a space for it. Like, I do have hope for it. I know that there is a space where for example someone might have felt kink shame for watching transgender porn now mm-hmm. won't feel as bad because they know they have their space i'm hopeful for it yeah i really am because i know
0: that the sex work is like very hetero it's right very now. heteronormative, yes. so it's kind of hard for certain people to make money off of it or to see which like what platforms to use or which men to get and some men are like not even developed in their sexuality so it's like
1: I want to add to like older generation. yeah no that's what I was going to say I want to add that the whole reason why we have any taboo around yeah. sex work is because of the old dusty white men yeah. that can't Acknowledge and are two fucking sissy ass bitches to acknowledge your yeah. sexuality. yeah These people that are in charge of making these laws are the people that are having fucking sex with sex workers. They yeah. just can't admit it to themselves because they can't admit it to their own wives. Yeah. And that's the issue. Once we get rid of these dusty old white men that can't admit their own truths, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So that's, that's why I have really hope true. for that. And that's pretty much what the market is, is
0: like these white old men so it's like hard to cater to them when you're like way more exactly okay so do you have any tips this is the last question um for sex workers like any good tip maybe? yeah
1: uh, my only Tip is to fucking go for it. Or for, or it, for women entrepreneurs. I I I'm gonna say as both as all is the above just to go for it because there are moments where I had again as someone who's queer who's not in the slightest bit attracted to dick. If some nasty white dusty man is telling you something, just fucking swallow it because it's all about opportunity. <laughs> it really is like something as I've noticed. This
0: is why Aaron loves you. <laughs>
1: something as an entrepreneurial fucking female is going for it and not ever losing the opportunity to network I know you fucking hate it for that moment but swallow it because next minute you know they can be introducing you to another plug that you would have never imagined to if you didn't just smile and grin it so yeah I love that put up with
0: it and then for any BIPOC people yeah
1: yeah again like just just understanding that People come from a place of privilege and it's not very easy to understand where you're coming from. We are very hard workers and just because not everyone recognizes it doesn't mean that it's not seen.
0: Yeah. Okay, well thank you so much for interviewing with me and I wish you and your new career and everything that you've learned like the, the best and for you to succeed in anything you do because I feel like
1: you are that type of bitch and I appreciate like meeting you. Thank you queen, I feel the same and you're gonna do all the best things.